Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And yes, I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? Glory to God. Today, we're going to title this, Tell It Like It Is Thursday. Tell It Like It Is Thursday. And y'all, I know y'all been hearing all this drama uh, that's going on between uh, Will Smith and I think his name is Chris Rock. Um, and I'm looking like, what is going on? I believe it's Chris Rock uh, is his last name. But I'm looking like, what is going on? The Saints got they self in tune with this drama and everybody. And I'm like, look, listen, that's, that's stuff for the world. It happened, okay? You expect stuff to happen like that. And far as we know we don't even know if it was staged if it was not if it was something that was planned in the, in the script or whatever you don't know so i was like it's like all this job all this stuff all these conversations going on and either way you put it if you're not filled with the holy ghost then you can expect people to react in this type of way so i don't think that we should be giving it a lot of our attention because that's to be expected. That's how people act on the streets. That, I mean, uh, so I'm not going to waste my time on it till like it is Thursday to go into detail with that. But one thing I will say if is if we'll be more concerned about having our mind on Jesus and spreading his gospel, then more people will be filled with the Holy Ghost. And so we should know that social media and the news, all of this stuff is ridiculous. And they're going to spread it because they're going to get the views and they're going to get the money. But we as saints of God need to be spread. And I'm looking like, what in the world? Even even people that profess to be saved, they be sharing this stuff, but you don't even you don't even really share nothing about being saved, being Holy Ghost filled, and giving your life to God and all of this. But you got saved people out here talking about this whole subject. And so that's why I'm saying, like, don't let Satan like deter us away from our our kingdom assignment. And we're supposed to be going out to help make disciples. And so why would we be focused on this more than making disciples? I'm like, really? So we need to get our mind right and know that Jesus is soon to come. And we need to be spread again, spreading the gospel, living the life, living a holy and right. Uh, righteous life before the Lord, uh, using our platforms to glorify God, using our platforms to promote the kingdom of God instead of using it to promote drama because uh, we don't have all the details. We're not even in Hollywood. We don't know. You only know what these people tell you. But anyway, we're going to go on. Glory to God. And so I wanted to continue this podcast from the one that I did, uh, a podcast episode from the one that I did previously talking about the ongoing war, the ongoing war. And this one is going to be titled The War Within. And I dealt with this a little bit on the other podcast, but I wanted to go into detail because I, I, I talk more about the outside forces, but it's a war going on within us. And so you yourself can be your worst enemy. If you allow that to happen, you can be your worst enemy because we, all of us was born into sin. So now you, um, you have to receive God in your life in order to become like Christ and to be righteous. And even, even when, even when we receive the Holy Ghost, we are still 
have that battle between the flesh and the spirit because we still in this natural body. When I say flesh, I'm talking about like this natural body still don't want to do right. And so that's why Jesus sent back the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, that we may have power to overpower the flesh, the fleshly desires. And that's why it's very important that you don't just say, shake your preacher's hand, say some words and, and, and think that you are saved because that's not good enough. You're going to need some power. That was a good step, but we got to go further and get the power of the Holy Ghost so we can live righteously in this present world because I'm a living witness that we can do it. I'm not saying that I am perfect, but when I yield to the Holy Ghost, when I, when I yield and obey the Holy Ghost, I have seen that I was able to over power my flesh and so we can do it but it is a battle going on between the flesh and the spirit and we have to be deliberate in what we do we have to take deliberate actions and discipline in order to keep this body under subjection our flesh under subjection so the spirit will overpower the flesh so again first and foremost we must be born again. So don't even think that you're going to overcome different things that you're going through, whatever it may be that you are battling in your flesh, sex addiction, drug addiction, drinking addiction, um, homosexuality addiction, whatever addiction, pride, and all of this, like hatred, unforgiveness, you cannot overcome this unless you have the power of the Holy Ghost because something else is going to stir it up. You're like, whoo, nope, I didn't get over this. So you, we, we need the power of the Holy Ghost. And that's being born of the Spirit. We also must be born of the water. And that is by being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sins because we leave that old life behind in that water is it, dead and then you rise up to walk in the newness of life glory to god so baptism in the name of jesus christ and receiving the gift of the holy ghost is what's important for you to be able to battle um to overpower your flesh even before the, the born of the water and the spirit, you must, you must, you must repent. That means you have a change of heart and you have a change of mind and you want to live for Christ because there's no sense in being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ if you're not ready to totally give your life to God and stop doing worldly things, stop doing things that are against God's word. So we must have that repentance then be baptized in the name of jesus christ and receive the gift of the holy ghost now sometimes you may receive the holy ghost before you are baptized in the name of jesus christ that have that happened in my life i received the holy ghost first and then like uh several, some weeks later i got baptized in the name of jesus christ because wherever your heart gets right that is when God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. And sometimes that can be before you are baptized. So long as you got that salvation, that salvation packaged together, then you are all set to now be able to fight against the uh, flesh. Because you can't do it in your own. You cannot do it on your own. 
So the Holy Ghost give us that dynamic, dynamite power to fight and give us dynamite power against this flesh. We are able to conquer the flesh because what we have to realize is the flesh is contrary to the spirit. This Again, flesh don't want to do right. So we got to have the power of the Holy Ghost. We have to have the power of the Holy Ghost. And so I'm going to read Romans 7, starting at the 14th verse. So the trouble is not with the law because we have, you know, sometimes people say that that was the law back in the day. That was the law back in the day in the Old Testament. And we're not under law now. We're under grace. But we are under grace. But God came to fulfill the law. So things that is in his word, that's the law, and we are to obey it. And not because we're just obeying it. No, I love God. So I obey his word because I know that he wants what's best for me. He knows what is best for me. And this is his word. This is what he wants me to do. I want to be pleasing to him. So guess what? I'm going to obey the word. So the trouble is not with the law, for it is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me, for I am all too human, a slave to sin. When we are not saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, we are a slave to sin. I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. And some of y'all might be out there, you want to do what's right, but you don't do it because you don't have the Holy Ghost. You are being led by your flesh, the devil, and everything else because you don't have the Holy Ghost. We can't do good in our own. It's no good thing in this flesh. And so Paul is saying right here, I want to do what is right, but I don't do it because he don't have the power. He said at this time, he didn't have the power to do what was right. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I know what I am doing is wrong, this shows that I agree that the law is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. Because again, we was all born in sin. And I know that nothing good lives in me. Nothing good lives in me. That is in my sinful nature. So if you are not saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, there is nothing good in you. Because you're in your sinful nature. I don't care how good you is. I don't care what good deeds you do. There's only one good. And that's Jesus Christ. And that's why we must receive his spirit, which is the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. So he, Paul, is realizing, hey, see, that's why you have to come to yourself. Because if you don't come to yourself and realize nothing good, I don't care. I'm doing these good things, good deeds. But I am not good in myself, in and of myself. I need a savior. I need God to wash me of my sins because people don't see stuff that's in your heart. They only see the good deeds that you're doing. But God see your heart. And so you have to know that God sees it. And it's nothing good in you if you are not saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. You cannot say, oh, I'm good. No, because you're not going to make it to heaven just being good. You must be holy. So Paul realized there is nothing, nothing good lives in me. That's without the Holy Ghost. That is my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I want to do what is wrong, but I do it. 
I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway because he's controlled by the power of sin. But if I do what I don't want to do, I'm not really the one wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. I have discovered this principle of life that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. But there's another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you know, so you see how it is. See the answer, glory to God, the man said the answer. The minister said the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So counseling is good. Counseling is good. Therapy is good. But the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Because yes, sometimes we need to talk about it. We need to get it out and lay it out and and work through it, walk through it. and, And then, Lord, this is how it is. This is me. I'm coming to you. I need you to cleanse me. I need you to wash me. I need you to make me new. I need you to fill me with the Holy Ghost. Because this minister, Paul, is saying the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. If you go out and you're trying to find an answer and not doing wrong, and it's not through Jesus Christ, you're going to fail. Even just coming to church. If you just come to church, you don't take in the word of God. You don't decide you want to change. You're not going to change and you're going to keep doing wrong. You will want to do right, but you keep doing wrong because you're not taking in the word of God. You're not going home. You're not reading. You're not studying. You're not meditating. You're not praying. So then, hey, you saying that you want God, but you don't really want him because the answer is Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is a savior. He's a mighty deliverer. And if you want him and you answer his call and you go to him, he will change your life. So the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. I don't have to keep doing wrong. I don't have to be a slave to sin. It's my choice if I want to be a slave to sin because God already came. God already sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sins. I don't have to be a slave to sin. But if I make excuses for sin, if I just keep making those excuses, I won't be saved. So you see how you are. You got to come to Jesus Christ so he can help you. So in my mind, I really want to obey God's law. But because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. And see, he's saying like, okay, because I'm still in this flesh, which is my sinful nature, I am the sinful nature. I am a slave to sin. So we're going to get this straight. Sinful nature. You are in your sinful nature when you are not saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. So that's why he kept saying that this is a problem that he was having and kept doing wrong. So when we say we are saved and we already go filled and we say we have no power to keep us, then we lie and don't tell the truth because the Bible say after the Holy Ghost come, you're going to have power. So if I don't have power to live holy, what do I have the power for? So anyway, he was in sinful nature. Once God comes in, 
again and fill us with the Holy Ghost. We now are walking by the Spirit. We are not dominated by the sinful nature. Glory to God. Now we're going to read why the Holy Spirit, why we need to get filled with the Holy Spirit. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. See, this is why we need the Holy Ghost. You don't hear this a lot. You don't hear it a lot. And that is why people is making excuses for falling into, not falling, but deliberately committing adultery, commit committing several just sins. And I'm not judging anybody because Lord have mercy, have mercy on me. Lord, help me to walk in your statues. But I'm saying that when people, when you see that people are continuing, and I'm talking about continuing to, to habitually sin, they are not filled with the Holy Ghost. Because this says, let your let the Holy Spirit guide your lives, then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. So they contrary to each other. This is always that the sinful nature always going to want to do evil. Contrary to one another. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, about to get into some things that will show you if you are giving in to the sinful nature and you're not filled and being guided by the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. The results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, Jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these is going to show you that you are walking in the flesh. Your whole, the Holy Spirit is not controlling you any longer. You are giving in to your sinful nature. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. So don't listen to these people that be like, eh, it don't matter. God sees my heart. Don't judge me. I'm telling you, these sins, if you are found in the Bible, just told us you found in these sins, glory to God, and have not repented, and have not repented, then you will not. Go into the kingdom of God. You will not go into the kingdom of God. There's no ifs, as a but. The word of God don't lie. So we have to let the Holy Spirit overpower the flesh. Now, now you know if the Holy Spirit is overpowering the flesh, it say the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ, 
Woo, glory. Let me say it again. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. So those things that I mentioned above, the sexual immorality, divisions and jealousy and anger and quarreling and hostility, that's supposed to be nailed to the cross, nailed to the cross and crucified. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Galatians 5, 16 through 25. So you have to follow and obey the Holy Spirit because I promise you, if you don't, you're going to be found, we're going to be found in one of these sins habitually, habitually sinning. And so we have to be careful of that thing. And listen, whatever you feed, that's the one that's going to win. If you feeding the flesh, the flesh is going to overpower the spirit. If you feel feeding the spirit, the spirit is going to overpower the flesh. The word say, he that soars to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. So don't think that you are going to be so saved in sanctimony if you are so into your flesh. You watch a pornography, you're hanging around people that are weak-minded, talking about sex, talking about not just sex, but things that they should not be doing that is not of God. Talking about things of the world that is negative, because I'm not saying you can't talk about the news or something that's positive or something, whatever. I'm saying they're talking about worldly things that they should not be doing. But you hanging around these people that's making excuses for sin and excuses to do things that is worldly. And you think that you're not going to reap corruption? No. Like my dad was mentioning the other night, he's a pastor of our church. It's some manipulators out here. And you hang around these people like that, you're going to be a manipulator. You're going to let down your standard or standard from the word of god you can't hang around these people and think that you're not going to reap corruption you hang around corruption you're going to reap corruption bible says you be hang around the wise you're going to be wise you hang around fools you're going to suffer harm and you're going to turn into a fool so don't sowing 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 comes through what i see what i hear what i see and what i hear is it's coming and i'm sowing is is what what am i looking at what am I watching on TV? What am I um watching on the movies? What am I watching? Even the social media, what am I allowed to feed my spirit? Because there's some corrupt things out there. I promise you, I'll scroll quickly past it in a moment. Because I don't want that to feed my spirit. It's so many false prophets and false teachers and doctrines of devils out here. They're not going by the word of God. And if you keep feeding yourself this garbage, you're going to reap corruption. But the Bible say, if you sow to the spirit, shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. So I'm going to enter the kingdom of God. I'm going to go on to heaven and I'm going to enjoy Jesus forever. But I have to sow to my spirit. I have to pray continually. I have to fast regularly. 
I have to read my word, meditate, and study regularly. So, because that way I'm building up my spiritual man. God is a spirit, but his word, he left his word on record so I can keep, so I can be spiritual. I cannot be spiritual minded reading and looking at things that are anti-God and of this world and of the devil. I can't. So I must keep feeding my mind spiritual things, going to God, hanging around spiritual people that are talking from the word of God, not from their opinion, but from the word of God. So I can reap life everlasting. Those are the kind of things I need to be sowing to myself. Glory to God. So another scripture have said, like, come on now, shall we sin? What then? Because you hang around these people that make excuses for sin. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under law but under grace? Certainly not. Do you know, do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, ye are that one slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death, or of obedience leading to righteousness. So before we got saved, we were slaves to sin. Like the like Paul was saying, like you couldn't control yourself. You wanted to do right, but you couldn't do right. I promise y'all. I grew up in a church, but I wasn't always Holy Ghost filled. I was just in a church building. And so I tried to live a good life. I tried to live a holy life without the Holy Ghost. And I promise you, it didn't work. I was still a slave to sin. I see myself kept falling into sin because again, I was sowing to my flesh. So I'm, I'm sowing to my flesh. I'm going to reap fleshly things. I'm going to reap corruption. So anyway, I was obeying. I was obeying Um, obviously the devil because I didn't see my life prospering. But, but when I start to obey God and say, all right, you are that. Okay, let me go back. Do you, do you not know that to whom you present yourself slave to obey? You are that one slave whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness. But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to, to which you were delivered. So I was once a slave of sin. But then I obeyed it, not because they told me to do, but from the heart, I found out that it was true. It was right. And I wanted to be righteous before the Lord. So it came from my heart. And yet you obeyed from the heart, that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. And having been set from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. Now I do right. I want to do right. I'm, I'm, I'm commanded to do right, but I want to do right. I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. For just as you presented your members as slaves of uncleanness and of lawlessness, leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. So I'm like, yes, Lord, I'm a servant to you. I want to live holy before you. And members, members of my body, I'm like, okay, here's my body as a living sacrifice, Lord. Lord, keep my mind clean. Keep my body holy, Lord. So I'm presenting my body to him, my members as slaves of righteousness. 
for holiness. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard of righteousness. What fruit did you have then in the things of which you are now ashamed? I sure was ashamed. For the end of those things is death. And having become, but now having been set free from sin, thank you, Lord, and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness. So if I am a slave to righteousness, I should have fruit of holiness. If I'm a slave to sin, I'm going to have fruit that's showing that I'm a slave to sin. And those are the sins that I mentioned above and even more. Um, but now having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness and the end everlasting life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For the ways of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 6, 15 through 23. So I'm just like, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making me free. Thank you that now I'm a slave of righteousness. I'm a slave of righteousness. The Holy Spirit is what helds me and, and it it causes me to live a righteous life. Glory to God. Glory to God. And you all, my the anchor is about to cut off, so I'm going to pause right here, and then I'll be right back. Glory to God. And so I'm back. Glory to God. And so, like I said, I thank God for making me a slave of righteousness. I was once a slave of sin, but now I am a slave of righteousness. Glory to God. And on today, you can be too. You can be too. And so I, I'm just saying, thanks be to God. He gives us the victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. I'm asking y'all and I, I'm telling you. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus and receive this salvation package so you can no longer be a slave to sin, but you too will be a slave of righteousness because there's a war going on within, and I know some of you out here that might hear me, you want to do right, but evil is always there. Evil is always there. But if you receive the power of the Holy Ghost, evil still going to be there, but God will give you the power to fight against it. It's nothing too hard that God cannot deliver you from. You don't have to be a slave to it. When you come to God, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Bible says it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Glory to God. You don't have to be bound by no sin on tonight. You can come to Jesus just as you are, but ask him, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I'm sorry for what I've done. And people may have done stuff to you. Lord, I forgive them. But Lord, I want to be righteous. I want to be pure. I want to be holy before you. I want to live for you. Glory to God, because Jesus is soon to come. And he might come for you in a rapture or death. Because I'm hearing about a lot of people that's young in age that are passing away. And so you don't need to take life just haphazardly. It's time to give your life to God and let the Holy Spirit overpower your flesh. Stop making excuses. Come to God because he's your comforter. He's your keeper. He's your teacher. But you must be filled with the Holy Ghost so you will have that power to live holy. And that's Acts 1 and 8. So come on, come on to Jesus while there's still time. Glory to God. And so I'm going to end this podcast on tonight. I pray that someone was blessed by it. But check out Acts 238 for that salvation package on tonight. Glory to God.
God is still saving. God is still filling with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. How you know you receive the Holy Ghost, you will begin to speak in another language unknown to you as the Spirit give utterance. It'll be the Spirit, glory to God, speaking through you. So I encourage you, you can win this battle. You can win this war with them. But again, only with the power of the Holy Ghost. Because a lot of times it be inner things, depression and all of this that you may be suffering but God don't want you to be depressed. That's why he said, hey, you got to come to him. Your hope is in him. Your help is in him. Come to Jesus and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. You can, that Holy Ghost spirit, which is, the Holy Ghost is just God's spirit living inside of you. So that means, hey, with him, you can do all things. You can do the, you can do what man says impossible. He will keep you God will keep your mind in perfect peace no matter what things may come against you what thing you won't you will not you will not break glory to God because God is within you you will not fail you will not give in to the feelings those emotions you will not give in because you will let the power of God take control well you can reach me if you need to message me or anything you can reach me on Facebook at Takia Wally T-I-K-I-A last name W-I-L-E-Y you can also reach me on Instagram Holy Lady T Holy Lady T H-O-L-Y-L-A-D-Y-T I have a private page on Facebook. I am worth it. I am worth it. And also a YouTube page. I am worth it as well. Just look for the crown. And so I praise God and I praise, you know, I ask that the Lord will bless you on tonight and keep you. But feel free to reach out to me if you need to. Well, everyone have a blessed, blessed night. Peace out.